pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need Trends Vision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to Trend Vision 2020, your money and your life. I'm Doug Grunther with the publisher of the Trends Journal and world leading trend forecaster, Gerald Salenti. On our podcast this evening, U.S. propaganda machine heating up. Is it impossible to be a vegetarian billionaire? And hemp is on the rise. Gerald, let's get rolling. What happened in the markets today? Well, what happened in the markets today? Here's, just, here's the headline from the Financial Times today. Global markets real as Beijing hits back at U.S. protectionism and U.S. protectionism in quotes. You can't protect yourself. Not allowed. No. Protectionism. The deal stinks. They're making all the dough and we're losing all of it. So <laughs> what happened with the global markets over there in Asia? Ooh, Nikkei down, but not a lot. Shanghai down, but not a lot. Hang Sang down, but not a lot. And in Europe and the U.S., is everybody's up. Dow is up almost today. 300 points closed up over 200 points. Texas oil, crude, up a little bit. Gold down. And Bitcoin down a bit. Now, remember, gold went down. You know what I kept saying. Until gold goes up. This trade war stuff is a trouble. lot of baloney. Right. Exactly. And the markets went up. So is it a dead cat bounce? We'll see. But I don't believe so. So the reality is what's going to move the markets? Now, the fundamentals, as markets are now. The new fundamentals, cheap money, monetary methadone. Oh, and what else? Corporate earnings. Oh, and what else? Stock buybacks with that cheap money. The rest is nothing more than... That's right. And again, gold went down because the markets went up. Oh, and the dollar went up a little bit. So what else happened over here? Well, with oil prices, Saudi oil minister reports drone terrorism strike against their pipeline. This act of terrorism and sabotage, in addition to recent acts in the Arabian Gulf, do not only target the kingdom, the kingdom, <laughs> the kingdom. You know how he became a king? Huh. The prince is the princess kissed the frog, and the frog became a king. And now a drone is going to wipe the whole thing yeah, out. They're going to get the whole thing. So, I mean, what? Terrorism? You, the Saudi kingdoms, you're the terrorist. You invaded Yemen. They did nothing to you. But, hey, payback's a bitch, as we used to say in the Bronx. So, also, they're saying now, with this trade war going on, China's going to sell those U.S. treasuries. And that's going to be... Uh, really harmful. No, it won't. Chinese only have about $1.7 trillion worth of treasuries, and there are $22 trillion worth of U.S. debt outstanding. It's a small percentage, and if they start selling, they're going to lose, so they're not going to retaliate like that. Weaker inflation view stirs Fed fears. They keep writing about this. They can't understand why inflation's low because they refuse to read the Trends Journal, which you can subscribe to, at Trends Journal dot com because of my five O's overpopulation, overcapacity, overproduction, open markets and online. You got all this stuff that keeps prices low. 
And what else? Blow for Macri as Argentina opposition wins in landslide. They brought this guy Macri in there from Argentina. He was going to be a great economist and straighten this mess out. They have an inflation rate of over 50%. Their, their, their interest rate is around 65%. <laughs> they got a 60, $56 billion debt now with the IMF. You know what the IMF is? The International Mafia Fund. Did I you got get that it. right? You got it right. So that's basically it in the news. Now, can the problems of Argentina pull other South American and Central American economies down with them? Not really, because this is going on uh, also in Turkey. There's a number of countries where their currencies are going way down. Oh, let's go back and see what will really hurt. The I said the dollar got stronger. The currencies are going down. Even the Chinese currency went down. We have now, we have building problems in the Middle East with Iran. I just tell you what happened. They just struck a Saudi Arabian pipeline. If oil prices go up and their currencies go down and oil is based in petrodollars, that means you got to pay more money in dollars as your currency goes down. So that's what will hurt a lot of countries in Argentina, Turkey, and, and India, and even China, very hard. All right, now you brought up Iran, and we're going to spend some time on it because Trans Journal's been on this for many, many, many months. Uh, it seems like all the U.S. does every day is rattle some more sabers. Well, now here's a headline, and I can't wait for you to get at this headline. U.S. says Iran likely behind ship attacks. Well, likely? How about that for... Fake news. How about that for conspiracy theories? How come they're not banning the liars who send us in? Hey, remember the main? How about that Gulf of Tonkin incident that never happened? Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction. Likely, here's what they say, an initial U.S. assessment indicated. Indicated. That, that's positive indications, right? Iran likely was behind the attack. The assessment... While not conclusive, okay, so likely not conclusive, was the first suggestion. Now we're making suggestions. By any nation that Iran was responsible. And you know who said this? Obviously an authoritarian source. Yes. A U.S. official who declined to be identified. This is disgusting that they put out this propaganda. Oh, and ban all those people off of Twitter, off of Facebook, off YouTube, and they let this kind of crap out there to continue to be propaganda sold by the United States. And here's what Trump said about all this. If they do anything, meaning Iran, they will suffer greatly. We'll see what happens with Iran. So this Iran thing is big. Because, you know, we talked about it yesterday. They had this oil tanker and then two other ships sabotaged. But again, we don't know who did it, but we have an, somebody who won't say who it is right. is giving us the facts that are indications, suggestions, and non-conclusive, and the media is selling hatred, as they always do. An unnamed U.S. official has said initial assessments suggest Iran was involved in the explosion of four ships. And... Late Monday, last night, the toilet paper record, the New York Times posted an article under the headline, White House Reviews Military Plans Against Iran. 
How's that? Uh, I don't see how a war doesn't happen. I and mean, he, they're doing everything they can to start one. Now, I want to read this from last week. This No, more than last week, April 26th. Iran envoy says Mideast U.S. bloc pushing for war. They saw it coming. We saw it coming. It's in your trends journal. Go back to the top trends of 2018. Market mass murder, market shocks. That's right. We wrote about it. It's there. We warned that the United States, Israel, and Saudi Arabia are going after Iran. And if you want to read history before it happens, as we're hearing it now, subscribe to the Trends Journal. It's very simple. Go to TrendsJournal.com. Get ahead of the curve. Why be falling behind it? More propaganda from the toilet paper record. Look at the size of this story. Look at this stuff. Yeah. Ready? A disinformation assembly line spreading fake news to bolster Iran. You slimy SOBs! How about the fake news that I just read that you are selling? And all of the American media. Iran accuses U.S. of framing it for tanker sabotage to provoke conflict. Iran denies it was behind an attack on oil tankers near the strategic Persian Gulf waterway, saying Washington and its Middle East allies... We're attempting to frame the country. You know, Gerald, refresh my it. memory. I could be wrong on this, but wasn't the, the New York Times that kept blaring headlines about weapons of mass destruction and getting us into the Iraq war? Oh, and don't forget that yellow cake in aluminum tube. Remember <laughs> yeah. that that they were selling? Yeah. Yeah. Sounded like a nice dessert item. Now, here's one more. European powers warn of conflict by accident amid Gulf tension. European powers warn the U.S. and Iran against igniting conflict. They should be warning. The Europeans remember what World War II and World War I felt like. That's not ancient history. If World War III breaks out, not only will oil prices skyrocket, not only will economies decline and markets crash, we will be looking at mass global slaughter. We better stop this and occupy peace. OccupyPeace.com, because if you don't, these sick SOBs who's taken us to all these other wars are ready to pull the trigger for another one. All right, we'll stay on this story, but let's head over to Africa where people continue to stand up and be counted. Protests are growing in Algeria. Um, army is, is, is arresting people, but it's not stopping them from speaking. Um, and then in South Africa, we have a, a major crooked politician uh, who's getting a lot of protest uh, down there in South Africa. Well, they're all crooked politicians everywhere. They just do it crookedly different. In the United States, they call it lobbying and, and campaign contributions. And going back to Algeria, we've been staying on this for a long time. The people are rebelling against it. Now the military's taking over. And down in Africa, that African National Congress, Nelson Mandela's party, got the lowest parliamentary vote since its inception. And they're looking at more and more corruption over there. So you name the country, go around the world. It's one establishment, anti-establishment movement, I should say, after another. And But blame it on the Russians. <laughs> well, speaking of blame, uh, you know, yesterday you read an article about uh, from the New York Times, stating that, stating that this whole concern 
about uh, 5G technology interfering with weather predictions uh, was a Russian propaganda campaign. Now we find out from the Wall Street Journal, it's not propaganda at all. Meteorologists worry that 5G expansion could interfere with weather forecasts, and this means not being able to predict uh, typhoons and tornadoes and hurricanes that can affect millions and millions of people. Which we reported, what, last week? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Russians, the Wall Street <laughs> Journal, there's the facts, according to the toilet paper record, has been taken over by the Russians. Because the toilet paper said that all this is fake information. And you shouldn't believe it. You should only believe what they tell you. Again, that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal at trendsjournal.com. And by the way, if you have any questions or comments, send them to trendvision2020 at trendsresearch.com. Trendvision2020 at trendsresearch.com. We do look forward to your questions and your comments. Well, we've been following this story too, and um, well, there's been a little bit of a payback by Bayer. Bayer is known as an aspirin company. They may have to take a lot of their own product to cure their headaches because they bought Monsanto, which has been sued by lots of folks for um, the, these chemicals they put in their products that are just toxic. Uh, and the roundup verdict came in from a jury, and it's going to cost Bayer shareholders $2 billion. Well, again, you're looking at it, and it's real, and people talk all about climate change and everything else. They're killing us in a lot of different ways, whether the poison they put in the water, in the earth, in the air. And by the way, it looks like... Um, Maybe uh, Monsanto or Bear, they're going to want to go down to Venezuela after they get rid of that guy Maduro because they didn't allow Roundup to come in there. So maybe Vene Venezuela kicked Roundup out. They said too toxic for us, well, right? Well, and now they're supposedly now behind the push to get regime change in Venezuela. Once again, the Monroe Doctrine, 21st century style. And you talked about toxicity in the water. Remember Flint, Michigan? Oh, yeah, that was about five years ago. Five years ago, yeah. Still can't drink the water. No, I wonder why. Well, look, the business of America's war. This is a, this is a downtrodden, rust belt city. General Motors used to be really big there. Mm -hmm. And they can't solve the water problem after all these years. You know why? because they don't care about the people. If these were the rich people, if they were the 1%, you think this thing would be fixed overnight? Overnight. So this is what's going on. But again, this is why you're seeing these anti-establishment movements, because we the people of Slavelandia, they could <laughs> care less about. And you're seeing it with Flint. This is a disgrace. All right, well, Here's a headline that should bring a little cheerfulness to you. I'm being sarcastic. One-third of the middle class in this country can't afford a $400 surprise expense. Many U.S. adults remain in a position of financial fragility despite marginally improved economic security. And this is what gets me really ticked off. All we hear about is the economy is great. Well, how could it be great if a third of the middle class has to worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. Because all the money is going to the 1%. Tax cuts by Trump, according to the Tax Policy Center, 82% went to the 1%. Three people in the United States, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, 
and Jeff Bezos have more money than half the America's population combined. But you, I don't think you should believe that one-third of middle class can't afford a $400 surprise because you have to see who really put this, this study together. And so it's probably some left-wing organization. <laughs> oh, it's the Federal Reserve Survey. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, Those radicals yeah. at the Federal and some Reserve. And 6% also can't manage such a cost as even borrowing money or selling something. And, and it goes on and on and on. The well, middle class, by the way, you know what they call middle class in America? This is a family of four. $40,000 to $85,000. Sorry, $40,000, $40, you're not living middle class with a family of four. Not anymore. And uh, you know, Elsa's expensive. Even if you're a fairly well-to-do politician running for president, you may not be able to afford it. The wonderful people of the Democratic National Committee have accumulated, like the Republicans have, a lot of voted data. And they're ready to provide it to the candidates for the first four primaries coming up. There's one catch. They're going to charge the candidates hundreds of thousands of dollars if they want the data. Yeah, that's You can't make this up. Well, yes, you can, because it's not a Democratic Party. It's a fascist party. <laughs> They're warmongers and thieves, Republicans, Democrats, bloods and crips. Well, we do have some good news, and okay, we have to that? end on it, and that is the hemp trend, which the Trends Journal has been on from the beginning. While the federal government goes very slowly trying to figure out the federal rules for hemp, states are moving forward very quickly. Afraid of missing hot opportunities in hemp, while the federal government mulls national rules, dozens of states are adopting a surprising number of laws to start or expand hemp production. And as been reported in the Trans Journal, hemp and cannabis is not just about getting high or getting medical marijuana. Hemp is, a great, is great for making all kinds of products, correct? It's correct, but again, they're making laws. They have no right to do it. This is nature's plant. And the morons are killing the law in how pot bills wilted in New Jersey and New York because slimy low-life politicians <laughs> who criminalized it are now trying to figure out how they can make the most amount of money by legalizing it. Again, look at your Trends Journal, the National Cannabis Freedom Act. Let we the people decide what to do with nature's, nature's plant not the low-life politicians. That's all the time we have for tonight. Join us tomorrow for more Trend Vision 2020.